If you've got a few minutes to spare, it's time to get stuck into the wrap. It's the beginning of October 2022, and you're listening to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. And with only a few months until 2022 becomes a has-been and 2023 rocks up, the tech is coming thick and fast. Just take what happened this week, which we're going to have a hard time stuffing into our regular five minutes. But let's give it a try anyway, starting with what's new from Amazon, because there is quite a bit to unpack. Amazon had its typical yearly product release, and while Aussies won't see everything our American counterparts will find, there is still quite a bit to go through. There's a new Kindle you can scribble on, as Amazon joins Remarkable and Rakuten's Kobo with an ebook reader that supports a magnetic pen. The Kindle Scribe will offer note-taking capability while also bringing a 10-inch size to the ebook reader, an increase on the typical 6- and 7-inch models you can find. Those other models, the regular Kindle, the Paperwhite, and the Kindle Oasis will all stick around, but at 549, the Scribe will become the premium e-reader for Kindle. Amazon's home security division Ring also has a couple of new spotlight cameras for folks keen to keep an eye out on their property, and Amazon also has an updated premium speaker, plus an updated budget model, coming in the new Echo Studio and Echo Dot, respectively. The big one is a minor update with hardware changes on the inside, mostly built to deliver a more spatial sound, refreshing a three-year-old model for a little over $300. Meanwhile, the tiny model, the Echo Dot, will retain its sub-$100 price, but get a new speaker system inside, made to make the sound better, whether you're listening to music, a podcast like this one, thanks for listening by the way, or really anything. There's also a new Fire TV Cube, which is kind of like an Apple TV of sorts, but made for Amazon with similar apps, and made to compete with the likes of the Google Chromecast, which, speaking of, also has a new model coincidentally. Google already has a 4K Ultra HD Chromecast, so its latest isn't for that. Rather, there's a more budget-friendly edition for folks who only want or need Full HD, like if they have an older TV. If that's you, and you're not a fan of the smart TV operating system you do have, or your TV is so old that you don't have a smart TV, Google's Chromecast with Google TV HD is more or less what the name says. It's a Google TV version of the Chromecast without 4K, and a saving of 40 bucks in Australia. You'll find it at $59 online and in stores shortly. The Fire TV and Chromecast are mostly for video, so what about audio this week? Well, aside for the new Amazon speakers, there is new stuff coming from Blue Ant as well, as the Aussie audio brand offers up an affordable soundbar with Dolby Atmos, if there ever was such a thing. Blue Ant's XT100 doesn't come with a sexy name, but it is built for the virtual form of Dolby Atmos, using a two-channel system and a psychoacoustic brain trickery to make you think you're hearing sound in three dimensions. Blue Ant isn't alone in this, mind you. Lots of companies use this style of 3D sound, and in the Blue Ant model, it'll save you big time, with the soundbar fetching 350 when it launches shortly. Meanwhile, we're checking out two other sound gadgets worth talking and hearing about, coming from Sonos and Apple. We'll talk Sonos first, because it's a potential addition if you have a Sonos soundbar or speaker in your home already. Called the Sub Mini, it is basically what the name says, a smaller and less expensive version of its $1000 Sub Gen 3. It's not quite as pretty, missing the sleek and shiny paint job, but it does something similar. It adds bass. Big rooms won't work as well with it, but this is made more for smaller family rooms, maybe with a Sonos Beam or Ray, though we did find it worked with the Atmos-capable Arc as well. There is big boom on offer in this model, and it's a good addition to rooms with just a single soundbar already. And at $699, it's actually not bad, but we do feel it should be a little less. If it were $549 or below, the Sub Mini would make just that much more sense. That's distinct from the Apple AirPods Pro 2nd Gen, which are just tremendous value and excellent in just about every way. They're comfy, they offer great sound, and they deliver some of the best noise cancellation and transparency modes we've heard yet, all in the same design as the original and for the same $399 price point. There's also support for spatial audio with head tracking, a new volume slider and a touchpad, and up to 30 hours of battery life. They're small, offer excellent 
excellent sound and really they just deliver. These things are so good they're basically our new favourites and possibly Apple's best gadget all year. About the only thing they need is an app for Android. And look, we get it. Google is just as bad with no iOS app for its Pixel Buds Pro. But Apple should do what sound companies do, what Bose and Bang & Olufsen and Apple's Beats even does, be platform agnostic for its earphones. The new AirPods Pro are so good, Android owners should get to experience them the best way as well. For now, you've been listening to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. Everything on this show and more can be found at therap.com.au. And a new episode can be found each week at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, really, wherever you get podcasts from. We're not going to tell you. You know your places. For now, have a great week, and we'll see you next time on The Wrap. Stay safe, stay sane, and take care.